bless it. I will get it one of these days. Darn it. <laughs> I can't believe I always screw up a button. <laughs> hey, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> if we go 20 minutes into the show and you don't see that waveform mm-hmm. and all that, that's when you kind of look at me with fear in your eyes and <laughs> we have to like stop and start over. It's like uh, that one Muppet, the meep guy, like meep. <laughs> <laughs> Speaker. Yeah. Yes, that one. (laughs) I I always like at the end of Friday, I always feel like the chef. I just don't make sense anymore. I'm just like, (laughs) that's me at three o'clock every day. (laughs) Everybody's got that peak time where they operate, where they're Mm -hmm. like their freshest. Uh, Mine ends at two. I don't know. That's my. So when I worked at Harbor House, and this was like the only really funny thing that I remember, and you can edit this part out, please, for the love of God, (laughs) or use it for premium content. But, uh, like we always called it three o'clock funnies because I would just get all giggly because I would also just drink an ungodly amount of caffeine too to just keep myself awake. Yeah. Or productive. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's, um, I mean, I, you know, you got to do what you can do to get through mm-hmm. what you got to do. But a lot of it is because also too, I don't, I'm not as active as you two, uh, more sedated as a person. Um, you two are very, very active and healthy. Yeah. So thank you. Tell my scale that. Well, me too. You know, I went to the doctor and got a report about my blood work, and my good cholesterol is really, really good. My bad cholesterol is so so. And I'm like, I don't know why these are different, but okay. So I don't know what to do with this information. Sounds like you need some more Cheerios in your life. I, yeah, apparently, I guess. <laughs> Thing is, though, I don't do dairy because it creates like problems for me with my sinuses and everything. <clears throat> but my grandmother was had an allergy to dairy, so she didn't mm-hmm. drink milk. So now I'm like trying to get it. I'm trying to eat off of like anything dairy which is really hard when you got like a gallon of ice cream sitting in there in your mm-hmm. fridge anyway <laughs> welcome to this episode of the nerd brand podcast everybody we're talking about how does your brand sound uh the last episode we did uh is this part of the five senses of the brand and this episode we're wrapping up with sound um so we're going to introduce some examples that have successfully incorporated sound into their branding um number one podcasts opening to the podcast themselves big one like this one it's a sound that i know many are hearing and probably wondering the crap is that (laughs) it is just a random sound that we use to let you know the show is starting that's all it's for it's just to cue you but we used to do the music and the reason we quit doing the music is because the music would come in after discussion and you know it woke people up a lot (laughs) 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 so we decided to kind of wrap it into a bumper at the end where michaela closes the show out now with that um, it's an entire track. However, you can listen to the whole thing. I mean, if you're, we're going to do some live podcasting, uh, live audience podcasting, and we'll have it probably playing while the show is getting ready and set up. So you'll get to hear the, the full rock album, I guess. And mm-hmm. that is a part of it. But, uh, yeah. So brands we love, um, you know, like we talked about bands we love, mm-hmm. uh, like Lincoln Park has a unique sound versus others. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mitch, you and I, we've talked about guardians of the galaxy and how the actual, soundtrack volume one and twos is a character that's like anchored for his parents Mm -hmm. um and so that's 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 a long opening to this episode (laughs) Uh, but i'm here with mitch gregory our creative director hello okay i was waiting to see if you were going to do something (laughs) and then michaela meek howdy (laughs) and uh so here we go the role of sound and branding you want to start mitch no the first thing that comes to mind is pringles Oh yeah! Once you pop, you can't stop. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah, you want to <laughs> you want to make the sound? Come on! There we go. 
There we go. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> it, that's not really it, but but yeah, yeah. It, it's like when you when you it's there's a sound when you pull the when you tear the paper off the can, but mm-hmm. it, it's that when the lid comes off mm-hmm. is is what I think what they're referring to. The other thing too is I mean there's um, anything that if, if food sounds are kind of interesting like crunch, mm-hmm. um, cr- crunch is a, a Crunch, cr- crunch is a is a very uh, uh, you see that a lot mm-hmm. with a lot of things, and I just I had one of mine, and it just went. I think right Michaela, out of my I head. think Michaela does because yeah, like, is yeah. it would it be a Kit Kat bar by chance with the little snaps? Whenever Ooh, it's like a good. break, well, like give yeah. me a, yeah, give me a break, yeah, and it's 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 based on the fact that you break the piece apart, but mm-hmm. there's a sound of that, yeah, right? mm-hmm. that, that breaking sound, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick kind of he's not with us on this episode, but the last episode he kind of let out of the bag like the iPhone click. Um, that has a particular sound mm-hmm. and windows booting up and booting down and the boom. Or when, when, when you mm-hmm. boot up an Apple computer. I mean, there's that, yeah. that, 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 that cord yeah. that you hear. Yeah. And that's an entire industry where somebody hires somebody to create, figure out a sound. I remember this going all the way back to Nokia phones. Do you remember that? Like that. Yeah. This. Remember Vonage phones? Oh, yeah. They did that. That was my very first phone. My dad got it for me because uh, we were still living in New Jersey at the time, and we were several hours apart, and we always wanted to get a phone call uh, at least once a week. So he got me the Vonage phone, and like turning on and off, I can't remember the sound, but it always had like a distinctive ring to it. Yeah. Or even the ads. I really wish I could remember it, but oh. it's something that was so long ago, I can't yeah. even remember. What was the phone? Which, the brand has gone right out of my head. It's it's it was the phone that had a walkie-talkie function. Oh yeah, I remember that. What my, was it, what was it? which brand was it? Um, which, um, God, I know the carrier. I think was Sprint. Wasn't uh, a Sidekick, was it? No, 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 no. it wasn't a Sidekick. Um, uh, Motorola had them, I think. Because uh, uh, everybody thinks Motorola, you think of the Razor and all that. But my dad worked in logistics for um, for for shipment of gas to gas stations. Yeah. And that's what he had because he needed to just quickly just send a thing to a trucker and say, "Hey, delivery tip done." Wasn't Nextel? Oh, no, it was. That was it. Was it? That was, was it? it. Was yeah. it Nextel? That was it. Nextel. Yeah, because it always reminded me of Motorola because of their look. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it was cellular, but it was also also had a walkie-talkie function because I yeah. remember uh, agency I used to work for. Uh, the the owner also owned a lawn company, mm-hmm. and his lawn guys all had those. Mm-hmm. Those Nextel phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was an easy way to send. I mean, later on when you had the iPhone come out, it, it was an app that did <laughs> that. There was a couple different apps, and I think WhatsApp can do it. But, mm-hmm. you know, there was an app that you would use. I remember friends of mine were like, hey, just download this, Jason. That way you can send me a walkie-talkie. And I'm like, or I can text you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it's, but that sound that the Nextel phone had, that became a signature element of their of their brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when I get a notification, I know the difference. There's a different sound effect between a text and a Slack message. You know, a text has that ding, and then Slack has got something else. And you can actually set those now. Sounds have sort of become like you customize the sound as you want. Mm-hmm. But out of the box, they have a certain setting, and that's just the way they are. Well, I mean, Out- Outlook has a sound when you get a, a new new piece new new email yeah mm-hmm. there's a uh, the sound like you know when you send a message mm-hmm. uh, a text message or like an over i message rather mm-hmm. it'll do that um so yeah there's a there's a whole psychology so audio branding is the strategic and conscious use of sound and music across all brand touch points to create a more engaging meaningful and effective communication i don't know why effective is misspelled here but okay so uh i didn't notice yeah that was me uh but i i, I did 
you know, whatever. I do try to check my spelling. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's defined. That's how branding as an element is used. Is that is that way? It's acoustics. It's mm-hmm. audio audio branding, audio acoustics. Um, and again, it's a whole like this isn't something they hired somebody for five hundred dollars to make me a sound. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to get that, I'm going to pull out my iPhone and I'm just going to go, you know, and then send it to you. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we talked about this before, but in television advertising, jingles have made a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. Yeah, uh, some of the commercials are annoying though. When the jingle, when the whole commercial's the jingle, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, am I listening to a track or am I listening to an ad? You know, there's just a difference, and it's, it's kind of old fashioned. Yeah, a little too far there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, discuss the psychology behind sound and how it impacts customer behavior. You want to take that one, Mitch, or you want uh, to do that, Michaela? I mean, I can't. I can see like with certain music. How, but that's also copyrighted too, so you can't always incorporate certain music unless it's in a movie. I, you know, well, you're talking to the guy that loves movies, and mm-hmm. so yeah, there's certain tracks that I hear, even from if it's like music, music like uh, the Batman used Nirvana, mm-hmm. and which was very surprising. You know, I thought it had a decent instrumental track because I do like instrumental. I'm a, I am a Hans Zimmer fan, but. I think I said his name right. I don't know why I want to say yeah, Zimmerman. I want to say Zimmerman. Zimmer. I always want to say Zimmerman, and I'm like, no, it's not Zimmerman. But anyways, I'm a big fan of his, so I like his stuff. You know, he did Pirates of the Caribbean, Batman, Superman. Obviously, you know, it's just uh, the um, shoot Inception. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I love that one. Um, but you know, it's like you hear musical tracks like that. Mm-hmm. It's very surprising that it's incorporated very well mm-hmm. into the identity of the movie, the character, and everything that you're watching. Well, mm-hmm. if, if you remember The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. there's a tone. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of background music, but there's like this tone that starts, and it the volume of it sl- slowly goes up mm-hmm. as yeah. the scene progresses, and it builds a tension. There's, yeah. there's tension in that moment, and because of that particular tone they're using, or note, whatever you want to, however you want to refer to it, yeah. as it becomes stronger, your tension, yeah, you, you can feel the muscles... Yeah, in your like behind your neck. That's a great example. To start to build. If, you, if you've not seen, have you seen The Dark Knight? Oh yeah, yeah. lots of times. I love when he described how his intentions were behind that and creating that feeling because it was about the Joker and the Joker was chaos and chaotic, and mm-hmm. so he tweaked the the track greatly to have a bit of difference, obviously, from Batman Begins. There was an electric guitar. It was more aggressive and drums. Mm-hmm. And it was very, like, jagged feeling and, and you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Hans Zimmer did a... Uh, he's done a couple of live shows. Um, one was in Copenhagen, I think, recorded. And you can find it on YouTube and watch it. And they do that track that you're talking about mm-hmm. where it's the long, drawn-out tone. And mm-hmm. it's a cellist. And she's... I, I love her. She also did the Wonder Woman thing. Came up with the rock version of that. Right. Um, and then recently he pulled the same team together to do the track for Dune. Um, and he started incorporating vocals as a part of that mm. as well, which I think is very creative. So it, it's, yeah, it sort of builds that tension, like, cause Dune does the same thing. I've not watched the new Dune movie, mm. but I've reviewed like clips and, and the music to it. And man, it's just a constant, almost drawn out too much. But you're waiting for that whack to happen. You're waiting for something to smack you audibly. Mm-hmm. And but you know the way it's done, yeah, you know it. Like if you heard Inception's track on, I think it's called Time, you would know it. You know because it's a really slow, drawn out single note here mm-hmm. and there, piano playing, mm-hmm. and then it kind of gets into it. Mm-hmm. You just know it. 
So yeah, psychoacoustics, the scientific study of sound perception and audiology. This includes speech, music, and other sound frequencies that travel through our ears. I like that it says speech. No one talks like William Shatner. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah. There's I mean, that's, something on the wing. Something. That, right. That's that's why when we choose voiceover talent for a particular ad campaign, mm-hmm. yeah, the copy is very important because you're trying to ex- have the right, use the right vocabulary to express the brand. But there's a way it should sound, and finding the right voice with the right timber with the right quality could you imagine back in the day like god i don't know if they do it anymore but they would always say, in a world where you know yeah, the, the, m- the, yeah old movie trailers yeah it was a specific guy that would do it could you imagine if somebody with a higher pitch dad like, in a world where there was a villain and a hero you're well, just you kind of like what mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny you should bring that up because i was actually having a discussion uh with one of our uh, one of the uh videographers we use and we were talking about a, you know putting together a particular spot and we're talking about voice talent and the nature of voice talent in this era we're in right now. You'll notice, or I don't know if you have noticed, but in a lot of voiceover work, it used to be that you had very professional sounding, whether it's male or female, very professional sounding, very expressive, very, you know. Like really talking at, right, at the they, top and then really I, finish low at the right, Well, Well, it just, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the choice in vocal talent usually carried very strong performance attitude. I can't think of another way to yeah. to describe it. There's a trend now in voiceover talent where it, the people sound more normal. Aloof, kind of. Well, not, not even really aloof. They just sound more like average people's voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there has been this, there's, there's this, there's this trend now where I, I guess it's, and it's a it's an, an a, a, built from a desire for people to hear someone that sounds like themselves. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, there was a. I remember there was a while like if you think of Morgan Freeman, you think Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. and then Andy went and got you know. I just triggers in my head that movie <laughs> right, talking right, about right. Andy. Um, <clears throat> his son sounds like his dad, but he's a little bit higher pitch. So, but his son has started to do has done work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, that people have gotten away from that a little bit. It's, it's almost like what you're describing is kind of monotone, but. Well, it's, again, it's, it's, to me, it's, I mean, I want to say, part of me wants to say less professional sounding. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, well, <laughs> like I said, I, I wonder, I don't know for sure. I haven't done enough research into it, I guess, but I wonder if it's because they've done research and that people want to hear brands sound more like mm-hmm. themselves. Now, I'm not saying it's the case across the board. You still get lots of brands that still have very authoritative, very professional sounding, very crisp uh, voiceovers. But mm-hmm. there's a trend, to, and I've, needed, I've seen also seen a lot in local advertising, yeah, where the voiceover just sounds much more, a little more laid back and mm-hmm. a little more controversial, well, not controversial, conversational. Mm-hmm. And again, more, 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 like the average Joe, I guess. is, is And that might work with some brands, too, because that could be the tone that they're trying to score in with their demographics. Like, oh, they don't want somebody that's like upper class and luxurious. It's, oh, it's like an point. average Joe. Affordable. Brand- affordability. Affordable. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, it, it can speak to affordability. It can it can speak to um, comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's doing True. audibly what photography will do for an ad. Right. Yeah. So demographics. 
So here's an interesting one. Sonic logos. What come to mind when I say Sonic logos? What what logos have a, a Sonic? That's an actual term, by the way. Is a Sonic logo an audible branding? That's, for some reason, it what comes to mind, and you don't see them as much anymore. It's Quiznos. Ooh, there was a I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a sound associated, with, especially on broadcast advertising, when their logo would come up, and you would hear kind of like a or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's a chomp, <laughs> a yeah. munch, 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 yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I wrote down a uh, Netflix. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, and we yeah. talked about Apple. You you turn that computer on, yeah, yeah. boom. That's I and mean, that's a, that's a logo. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, that's an audio audio expression of a logo to me. Yeah, I, yeah. NBC does it. Ding ding ding. And you said Windows. Yeah, uh, McDonald's, um, Taco Bell, the Bell yeah. Ring. Yeah. Yep. Mastercard actually incorporated one for their app for e-commerce when you kind of go through it and complete it. It's weird. It's what people do. It's like, oh, thanks for the purchase. Like, bing, bing, or something. Yeah. It's weird. I, I have know, noticed but, that with a lot of apps yeah. when you boot them up, they'll, mm-hmm. there'll be a sound or something when, the, when yeah. their identity pops up. I'm waiting for, not to get back onto touch, but, you know, when that happens and it's in your hand, it kind of vibrates to kind of let you know because mm-hmm. I remember that was a thing. Like, you see it, feel it, and hear it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of hitting all, it's hitting at least those three. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Apple watches have uh, strive to do because I noticed like if because Pete's always wearing his and it vibrates and I'm like oh was that my phone and he's like no it was my Apple Watch and I was like oh hmm. okay. and then he'll look at it and make sure if it's anything important that he needs to attend to right away. Yeah, one of the notes I had in here was mimic the sounds in the mic and I think we covered that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like we did that. <laughs> but no, Quiznos. I, I when you said that and, and the munching, I mm-hmm. was like yeah, mm-hmm. but so does uh, Reese's. Uh, Reese cups. Is there a sound? I think there is. I'm yeah. trying to think if there's one. Yeah, and you brought up about like Kit Kat, mm-hmm. you know, but because whenever they show the logo card at the end of the commercial, mm-hmm. that's when you'll see an audible logo or right. sonic, a sonic logo. Um, you know, there's never been like or oh well, actually oh yeah yeah the cat the Cadbury commercials for Easter yeah. the the, the book, 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 book. it's yeah. the rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, even a good one. Yeah, so there's always like people just like ads are just so dynamic and they're fun when they get into doing things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you know, and not all not all products have the the bandwidth to be able to do it as far as depending on their audience. But if if you can take advantage of every, and I don't know that everybody necessarily thinks about this as frequently as they should. Every sense that your brand touches, your brand should express, have an yeah, expression. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we love. I love that we can get into that and do that now because it makes the process of building an identity and creating one that will create revenue or find new avenues of revenue, as I like to say for people, uh, makes it really exciting because then you're, it's almost like you're experimenting, but it's a safe experiment mm-hmm. where it's not a bajillion dollars wasted. Well, that didn't work. Like, no, it's going to do something. It's going to leave an imprint. It's, you know, it's going to be, you know, but again, before you just go out and do it, plan, strategize, there's got to be a think tank moment because you don't want to be associated with a particular sound with your brand. You want to kind of experience, like keep that in the doors for a moment and then actually work on your ads and work on your identity after that. Like, you know, what do we want to be associated with? Not a lot of thought. It's just always jumping ahead. Well, and you know, like so much of what we say about, when we develop branding, it should be organic to your brand mm-hmm. and things like that. Like a, a brand sound is 
invariably going to be built from an organic aspect of what your brand does. The whether when you're using it, when when the end per, the end customer is using your brand, is there a sound associated with that? Is it signature? Should it be? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just don't need to. Miguel, <clears throat> um, you got anything else? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any more examples. Has I'm, sure pen- we're, I'm sure we're missing a bunch. Oh, I know, yeah. but I was thinking of pens, like Bic pens. Did yeah. they ever incorporate like a click there, or something? Just, I'm trying to think, think of. You would there, think. There, was yeah. some, there was something, I can't remember if it was an ad campaign or it was a particular pen. It was called the Bic click. Mm-hmm. And you hear that. I mean, you when you, you hear Bic, in this, but not with their stick pens, but with like their yeah, they're the clickable pens. You hear that click. Yeah, you know what that sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Of course, now in this age we're living in, there's a billion different companies that make pens. Mm-hmm. You know, consumer grade pens. It wasn't always the case. I mean, you had a few leaders, but over the last probably thirty years now, you, you can get there's a million knockoff brands that make yeah. clickable pens and things like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we want to thank all of our listeners for uh, listening to all of these episodes and appreciate any feedback you have. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn or Facebook. Leave a comment on one of the posts when we share this episode and let us know what you think about it. Um, if you've got some brands that have impacted you um, that are either touch, smell, taste, feel, like whatever, then like any five of your senses that you have, I know somebody's going to joke and say, well, I have a sixth sense. Well, yeah, okay. You know, let us know what that is, and maybe we'll do a show on it. Mm-hmm. But, You're like, take five gums. Let's stimulate your senses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, but just let us know. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and here's Michaela. We want to thank our listeners to this episode of the NerdBrand Podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast, or head Apple Podcasts or Spotify app and search for NerdBrand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week, and remember, keep your nerd brand strong.